Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of If It Isn't Love, a podcast. I am your hostess, Danisha. And I'm your co-host, J.O. Woodson. And we're excited to be back as always. Um, Happy, it's Wednesday for you guys. Happy Wednesday. Happy Sunday. You're awake this week. So that's exciting. Look at you all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Shoot, these eyes just turned white. I was red-eyed <laughs> as soon as I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, how would these clear up before I get on this camera? Because <laughs> it looked like I was high. <laughs> oh, gosh. Lips all greasy. <laughs> I'll wipe some of it off. <sighs> I got my bang. I am ready to go. I'm excited. I feel like I'm awake. I overslept this morning, so that was great. Um, and I say <laughs> I overslept, meaning I woke up at I think I first woke up at six, no, no, at six, ten. My mm-hmm. alarm went off at six o'clock. And then you were like, you'd be like, oh, let me lay down for a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it was 644. I said, well, how did two minutes turn into 30 something? So I finally I was like, well, I'm just going to lay here. You got to round it off. So now I just got to lay here till seven. Yeah. <laughs> round. I gotta round it up. Ain't no point to get up at six forty-four. So I was like, okay, seven o'clock. I was like, okay, let me get up and start getting ready and um, just preparing for the day and the week. And mm-hmm. then I talked to one of my best friends, and we were just on the phone, kind of talking um, before I got dressed for recording. Word. So I feel good. Oh, and I, and I and I I was doing laundry. I finished it. I was like, oh, I fell asleep before I finished last night. So yeah, you were sleeping. I was so, I think I fell asleep a few times, like, before I actually got up and got ready to go to bed. I don't know, like, I, you sometimes fall asleep on the couch, and I'm, like, now, like, because when you're watching TV, and I'm basically in there, like, looking up stuff or playing Monopoly or whatnot, and I don't want to disturb or nothing like that, so I'm like, okay. Um... This thing I know you came in, I was like, oh, yeah, you look like you've been yeah, I have, to dream. Oh, life. like the other night, I have fell asleep for a minute. I think I've been asleep for at least an hour and a half on the couch. Right. I was just asleep. I was not awake. And I was like, I looked at I was like, you should know. And it was almost one o'clock in the morning. You should know. Like, she is not awake. Mm. I was not awake. So. And I got my coffee this time. You do. I have. I'm like, I need it. That's the first thing I do in the morning. So I've had my coffee. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is something that we have discussed a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about, um, social media, um, and how the world operates social media in the context when we watched The Social Dilemma mm-hmm. on Netflix, which I still encourage people to watch that yes. if you haven't seen it. And also listen to our episode from our first season and when we discussed the so- social media. Mm-hmm. So recently, I, I I have a few reasons as to why this happened. <laughs> Divorce right. court. Yeah. Um, well, no, that's not what I'm gonna say. Okay. I there was something else I was gonna say that leads to that. I have a few reasons as to why I watch shows that <clears throat> I have seen already, mm. or why I watch old shows. Right. Right. So some of the one I like the idea I. I think maybe it's because of how we consume media nowadays. I don't like waiting for the next week. There's like a handful of shows that I have, I've caught up on. So I have to wait Mm -hmm. like Grey's Anatomy or like um, SVU and stuff like that. But for Mm -hmm. the most part, 
I want to watch everything when I want to watch it. Right. Right. Which some, and I sometimes I rewatch shows like Grey's Anatomy. It has to do with when you're a lot of people who are anxious rewatch some of the same things you because you already know what the outcome is going to be. Right. Right. So that's right. why I like watching shows I've seen already because I already know what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> I no surprises. Um, but so I say that to say recently I've been watching Divorce Court and. They are on a new season where the new judge of Divorce Court is Judge Faith, who formerly had her own show. Mm-hmm. And now she's she's the judge on Divorce Court. Um, and I watch those, but I also watch the old ones with Lynn Toller, Judge mm-hmm. Lynn Toller. Uh, the, the ones with Judge Maybelline Ephraim aren't, uh, I can't find them. But I remember when I used to first watch Divorce Court when it first came out when mm-hmm. I was in uh, middle school or grammar school or whatever. And it was with her. So anyway, mm-hmm. I've been watching it. And a lot <laughs> of, you, okay, people are going to divorce court. And not only does she clearly, okay. Uh, a lot of people who are on divorce court aren't actually married. So Yeah, she, that's weird. Yeah. So she specifically, and she titles that uh, before before the marriage or before the ring or, or a hashtag whatever it's funny it, it's something she calls it. no no no. it's like a segment she calls it. it's not the hashtag thing oh, okay it's gotcha. something she calls it like before the ring so it's like where she people do a relationship assessment and she talks about whether or not they should actually get married oh the compatibility yeah she test. does a compatibility okay. test and so mm. one thing that she put that a lot of people say when she asks them what are their issues with their relationship is they say, man, you know, Judge, it's the social media, right? And I always feel like I find myself in defense of social media because people love to blame their inadequacies or their misuse of social media, that mm-hmm. social media is the problem. It's like... If someone, if there's a, if it's like, oh, what's the problem in this, in this relationship? Oh, it's, it's the knife. Is it the knife or is the fact that you stabbed this person with the knife? It is your use of the tool that made the problem. The knife in itself, right, is, and, and I, and I know that some of it has, you know, we talk, it's like when you talk about guns, it's like, okay, it's not, guns don't kill people, people kill people, so should we not? But it's like, yeah, people shouldn't have such easy access to it. So it's like, say, could it be, could the same be said with social media, right? So I thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation about social media in mm-hmm. relationships. Um, and then we can discuss kind of our thoughts on it, how we utilize social media in our relationship, because clearly we are a couple that is on social media. We have our individual social media mm-hmm. lives and we have one that we share. Um, So let's talk about it. So I was looking up some articles and one I found I found a few and they listed some of the negative sides of social media and relationships, right? So I have a few points that we can discuss. So one of them is social media can create unrealistic expectations. In the mind that, you know, couple goals, 
um, and black love, mm. right? You could be sitting there thinking like, in comparison, you see somebody on this beautiful vacation in Tahiti, you know, a, a couple, and then we looking around like, ah, man, wish that was us, you know, kind of thing. It creates like a FOMO, so to speak. So a lot of people have unrealistic expectations or they see someone else like, oh, well, so-and-so's girlfriend does this, so why don't you do it? Or so-and-so's man does this, so like, why don't you do it? Not saying that they say that to their partners, but it's something that goes in their mind. It creates potential unrealistic expectations in terms of how people think relationships actually work what do you think i think that is not necessarily all on based on social media like because like okay before social media we were still in that same thought process of um like granted is much more in our face with social media but like we were always like, let's say uh, we go over our friend's house or something like that. I'm like, oh, let me show you the uh, the pictures from the uh, trip last trip we took and this, that, and the other. It's like we uh, look at their pictures and everything like that. We're like, man, I wish that was us, or I wish uh, we could do that, or you could be having a conversation with your girl or something like that, and next thing you know, you're coming back and saying like, well, such and such, such and such does this. Like it's not necessarily that could happen with a regular telephone call and everything like that. So I don't necessarily think that that's all on social media. Like, especially when we're talking about, uh, you said unrealistic expectations, right? Right. So I, I, and I also think just prefacing it that we, I think we are in agreement that social media is not to blame, but this is just discussing some of the points because mm -hmm. it's just saying that in the space of social media, not to say that these things can't take place outside of them, mm -hmm. but in the space of social media, like they're amplified. And so yeah, the okay. impact that it has on, I, so it creates unrealistic expectations okay. for relationships. Then I can see that because like it is a lot, like social media is like pretty much all around us. Like, right. Granted, if we didn't have some of these things like a laptop, uh, phones, or everything like that, we probably still wouldn't be um, do it, like we wouldn't be on it, or it wouldn't be all the news and all the um, relationship uh, statuses and stuff like that wouldn't be in our face and stuff like that. But I don't necessarily fault anybody for wanting to share their uh, experiences with the world. Um, as far as like them going on trips and everything like that, or uh, somebody proposed to somebody uh, over the weekend or or how they did it. I don't fault them for wanting to share that with people. Right. I don't fault them either. I think that the part that is when it in terms of um, being unrealistic, it has nothing to do with the people who are posting. Mm -hmm. It has everything to do with how we perceive it. I think part of it is when you're saying some when someone is saying it sets unrealistic expectations, it's because Social media, what people have to realize is, for the most part, very mm -hmm. curated. Yeah. Right? Like, people choose what you see and what you don't see. Right. And I even liken that to us, right? Because I get a lot of people who send us uh, messages or even, like, I just love y'all. And I'm not saying, or y'all are so perfect or whatever. And I'm not saying we don't have a good relationship. I'm not saying that our relationship isn't healthier than many that I know about personally, not even just on social media. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm also saying that there are 
plenty of aspects to our relationship that are not portrayed on social media. Mm-hmm. So it might, someone might see, say, like, see how they do and da 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 But one, you don't know the work that goes into right. some of the things. Sometimes we're able to communicate in a way that is solely based off us having to have pain points at different moments where it's like, we did not see eye to eye on this issue mm-hmm. and we've had to work to a, a certain point where it's like, okay, we have an understanding right. of one another. And then there's just plenty of things as much as we share. I think sometimes there's also that um, illusion that we share a lot. So we share everything. Or if I post every, if we post every day, then I'm, posting everything i'm like there's 24 hours in a day there's so many things that happen that do not get posted also as content creators there are things that we purposely create for social media that would not have happened had we not wanted to create this for public consumption right and it's not to say that it's bad or that we don't enjoy it. Like when we did the Christmas, the weird Christmas photo shoot, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like we didn't enjoy that, but we created that for public consumption. It was fun to do, right? And and it was funny while we did it. So we had our moments, but had we not wanted to post that on social media, it's not like we were just sitting around dressed like that. Right, (laughs) like like, (laughs) I'm not walking around like 90s The Rock or 90s Dwayne Johnson or anything like that, but... um, I think we definitely um put out there what we want want what we want people to see. Um even personally we do that. Like mm-hmm. you do your um daily um daily posts where you're doing inspirational quotes or uh speaking your mind on the for uh with the flower background and everything like that. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't know what what I don't know, I don't know what, what, what she's trying what to we're say. Call it like especially like because it's not just inspirational quotes and everything like that should i be thinking affirmation random thoughts yeah and stuff like like that that. but um i think when it comes to what we put out there as far as like i put more stuff about this relationship than honestly i've done in any other relationship like i do like in previous relationships i have posted and everything like that but it's like okay Sometimes it's like I had to force myself to do that. And even with this, like sometimes I have to force myself to do it. And even with me doing stuff personally, like nobody knows like how many times like I will type out a post, long post, and then just delete it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, I did some writing today. Nobody saw it. You're but so they funny. but I wrote today. <laughs> So one of the other points when we're talking about social media and and relationships is it can lead to jealousy, right? Um, and I want to make sure that I was get that I'm getting the point correctly that the article was talking about. So, or one of the points. So when you're talking about it can it can lead to jealousy? It says there's research that's linked social media use with increased jealousy and relationship dissatisfaction. Um, and a lot of that was for like college students. Mm. But so my thought is, and this is what I see a lot in the divorce court thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I see her or him liking this person's post or whatever. So 
they they must be cheating or they must be doing something that is it, it is you know unscrupulous right they're not doing <laughs> something right um and i think that for me if you have insecurities insecurities and you have um negative or you have bad you have attachment issues i think if you have negative attachment issues to to your partner then living your life on social media and watching what they post it can absolutely taint your relationship and and the and i can see where the jealousy could come in that but i think that's also just how you react to how you interact with your partner and if you're jealous and in general. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, I think when crazy. <laughs> but um I think when it comes to jealousy, like of course that already has to be something that's within the relationship already. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um but Social media can amplify it. It can um, it can show some things about somebody that uh, that may put them in a different light. Like, I mean, I like pictures and I put like loves on pictures and everything like that. Like, even though some of your friends and everything like that. And it's not necessarily me, you know, wanting to smash or anything like that. It's just like, oh, that's a dope picture like or love or whatever whatever you call it and it's not to like i think any other relationship or i don't want to put them all in one group but um any previous relationship like uh, a couple of them would have gotten jealous of that and i don't necessarily i'm like okay who wants to go into explaining all the time like why you liked somebody's picture or why um like it's not like I'm over here trying to present an art gallery show or anything like that. So for this picture, you know, I like the way that the light contrasts and everything like that. I like yeah. how, uh, yeah. you know, all the shadows were moody, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do all that. But I think um, it's up to the couple to have a conversation about that. About like, okay why uh why certain things are uh, either being posted or if they actually have a question about why you are liking this person's image so much it's, it shouldn't be from a, an accusatory standpoint i, I absolutely agree <clears throat> i don't I, my personal stance is i i understand how facebook is set up or in instagram i meant specifically is set up where it will show you what pictures I I didn't even realize that until someone said like there's a way to you can go to somebody's page and then you like oh you can find out what they like I thought that like was the like pictures a that they thing. liked mm-hmm. I think it's still there I don't know I don't look but there's a way outside of saying like I see a picture that comes across my timeline and then like yeah you can see who liked it mm-hmm. um and and usually It'll be a who you follow, right? Yeah. Somebody you follow, even if it's like a celebrity, it'll show you your friends that have liked that celebrity's photo. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's in your timeline, you can see, um, like you can click on who liked it and then it'll start with the people that you follow mm-hmm. and show you. But the other part is, 
I think you can go because there could be somebody that you don't follow. Yeah. And if you go to someone's page, you can see who they follow. So mm-hmm. you can see if the pages are public, then you can see the pictures right. that they follow. That was just tiring to say. <laughs> I would, I, and I probably have a stance that's not as popular. One, I don't particularly care who you like or don't like on social media. Mm-hmm. Like what you double tap, what you... It doesn't make me any never mind. Even if it was a a thread called uh, BND, BNB, butt naked bitches. BNB. If you was following a BNB thread and you was like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a. I know you like breasts. I know you like ass. I, I, under, uh. I understand you like vagina. I I know that personally. So it just, I don't, but it, and I think that if you were just like in people's DMs saying mm. like, all right, I'm trying to smash, meet me at the corner of 5th and 7th. I don't know, make stuff up, right? Like if it was that, that's one thing. Yeah. But you're just liking something and the way someone looks. And, and then people say, what if they comment? Like, you want to comment and hard eyes? Okay. I don't, I don't. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm without insecurity. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not saying that. But it doesn't make me sound like, oh, the other part is, I think sometimes people feel that way when they're not getting that fulfillment in their own relationships. Mm. I feel fulfilled. I feel like you are attracted to me physically, so I'm like not. A wor- Ooh, dad jokes. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so I'm not worried about you also enjoying the way someone else looks. I also do not think, and I think I've said, I said this definitely to you personally, but I think I've said this on the podcast before. I don't think that. I am the only person that you find physically attractive or even mentally. I don't think I should be the only person that you find attractive. My only concern is how you act on those attractions. Mm. There are other men that I find attractive. I am not trying to be in relationships with them mm-hmm. like and i think that's the difference that's why I like oh you you could see a girl walking down the street and i could see you notice the girl and it doesn't make me be like oh that's how you feel you all disrespectful right, so you just gonna have your eyes just you want me to knock your eyes out yeah for you? you, you're just gonna be looking what you're looking at it's like i'm <laughs> not that person and so i a lot of times even like on facebook if i see something where somebody where you comment or you like somebody's picture and they're mm-hmm. like looking at us like extra provocative or whatever the case is it's only because they're all i also follow them and then like however the algorithm is set up it'll tell me like oh this person like or yeah. you are, or i'll see your comments or your or we've commented on the same post mm-hmm. so it'll tell me or somehow it'll put that in the forefront and so if I decide to interact with that post, then I'll see that you've interacted with the post. I noticed that Facebook does that a lot more. Yeah, because I see ever a lot of your we, posts. Ever since we uh, 
got put, yeah, and change our relationship, relationship status. Yeah. I do. I see a lot of times I see somebody post that's first and it's and then I'll see your comment or mm-hmm. something in it. And like, it's always girl, so this weird. Is what he did. This is what he said. Facebook just over here like trying. Right. right? Like, it's trying to cause jealousy. But I don't I, I don't feel that way. And it's not. I think it's also about knowing your partner mm-hmm. and I don't feel I think it's about knowing your partner so I don't feel that you know y- you do anything that is disrespectful to me or to our relationship on social media mm-hmm. but I also don't again I don't own you and I say this a lot because it is really the core of how I what I believe in terms of relationship we are in this relationship and for it for me in order for it to be successful it requires mutual trust. Mm-hmm. It requires us to be able to be two individuals who are on the up and up mm-hmm. to come together. And if I don't trust you, it don't matter what you're doing. I, I'm, I don't trust you. But I, and so I don't feel the need to police your interactions. You're your own person. You're entitled to have thoughts and opinions and fe- that have zero to do with me mm-hmm. and vice versa. And I think a lot of people, you know, feel differently. Like they're like, no, my man better not. Like you my man, but slavery been over for a while. Like you, I I can't tell you how to interact. And if I ever had, the other part is being able to say, if I ever take issue with a behavior that you display on social media, being able to say, hey, this happened and I felt this way. And that doesn't mean that that person has to change what they did. Mm-hmm. It just means I felt this way and I want you to recognize. I think sometimes people feel like when someone tells them, oh, this made me feel that way, then oh, I, I gotta ch- totally alter what I do. No, sometimes it is in recognition that, oh, I feel your feelings and let me tell you what my intent was behind it and where mm-hmm. I am and what that what that looks like. Because what it could mean is that I need to disengage from you in this way, like in a way, like I need to not, you know, be on social media that much or I need to not, you know, sometimes people like be looking, 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 looking and you find some, maybe I need to not look, 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 look. So I'll find stuff like that. I hear you. I just think um, not too many people think like that absolutely only because like i've never been in a relationship where that has been the thought i know that you can't because it's like because i'll be saying this stuff and you'll be like "Mm, in english now (laughs) right it's like okay you're not speaking girlfriend come on now (laughs) i know because i'm speaking future wife we're gonna mark that one anyway (laughs) but (laughs) basically um I think nobody, like, yeah, nobody thinks about that type of stuff in a relationship. Like it even um, took a long time for me to get to the point where I thought like that. Or um, because I'm like, okay, if we're on this level, this is the level that we're on. And even going back to the point where we're talking about attraction and everything like that, like I can't, like my thing is, I remember there was a point in time where I was jealous in like previous relationships and stuff. And that was stressful. <laughs> that was stressful as I, I imagine. Um, because it's like you always you feel like you're not wanted and everything like that. And it's like they would they would capitalize on that feeling too. So it wasn't necessarily um 
just something that I was just always feeling. It was like something that they were showing me that, um, okay, like, uh, if this isn't happening, I'm going to go to somebody else for it and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I ain't doing it, so go ahead. But this is like one of those relationships. This relationship here is where I had to um, basically try or actively work on leaving those parts of my relationships in like the past because if i came into this relationship with that um with all the thought processes that i had before we wouldn't work at no. all because um like granted you always um are open with me about stuff um regarding like who did what who said what i don't necessarily expect it from anybody but I do appreciate that you do that. Um, as far as like you being attracted to other people and everything like that, I'm like, yeah, that's a given. It's going to happen. It's not something that I can control. It's not something that you can control from me. Um, it's the actions that we put behind it. Right. And I don't, I don't feel like I can't trust you. Right. I don't feel that way. Like, I don't feel like, I, I will say, like, I do, um, like, as far as, like, uh, how other people come at you, that's when I have the problem. But oh then God. I'm like, okay, she knows how to actually handle it. Y'all, he has been on my, I think it was my first Instagram reel. And I don't know what I was talking about. Somebody said some smart comment. And this one goes in on my man so much so i think my sister texts me like is jeremy okay because <laughs> and she don't even be on social media like that but i was like i loved it it was great because i'm like oh my god he's so protective but i'm also like people be trolling i i understand how social media works especially if i'm a person who's like i am trying to <clears throat> uh fortify a, a, a stream of income using social media and I'm going to create content. I'm a content creator and I do this. I expect that everything that I produce won't be, oh my God, you're so great. Some people will say shady shit. And depending on the level of disrespect some people give, I have the option to delete it. A lot of stuff I, I ignore. And I think, I mean, yeah, I'm at a space where I don't get tons of interaction from people that I am not in at some level, I'm not currently or haven't been in personal relationship with them, right? Like they're not my friends in real life or we went to college together or something like that. Most mm -hmm. people are. Um, but I get some people and it's like, it's just like I get people saying like, you're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Like whatever the case is. And it's, but yeah, you, that one guy, I remember, I can't remember specifically what, which It was regarding WAP. Oh yeah. I did something about WAP. And then you, yeah. And you... Like, we went oh, in on like, this okay, person, but no. actually, the, they they were talking about thing about like Cardi and like going in on them, but this one. Anyway, <laughs> but, uh, no, like because even when what was that when we were taking the pictures on the train tracks and oh, the guy rode like, I'm I don't want to say whether he's homeless or not, but he was riding his bike and everything like that, uh, had all this stuff on the back of it, and he he asked me. Is it all right if I tell your woman that that she's beautiful? I'm like, look at her, of course. She's My beautiful. booty cheeks was out on the outside too, so and it was greasy, so that's why. 
I mean, I get it, but at the same time, like, I mean, it's not something that he was saying. I don't. At least I didn't feel like it was out of disrespect. Yeah. Like it, he asked me first. At least I'm like he didn't necessarily have to. See, and you just recognize that you were a bad vision, so that's what comes with the territory. <laughs> I just think like when it comes to other people being disrespectful, that's when I have a problem about um because it, it's not necessarily like one thing I always want you to know is like it's never going to be a problem with you and how you put yourself out there as far as like what we did for your birthday and even with the train track pictures and everything like that. Like I expected you to put like at least one of them pictures up. You're like, yes, her cheeks about to be on the gram. I'm like, it's going to happen. Like, I mind you, I tell people all the time. I have to tell people that photo shoot was my idea, but. Every picture where I was not facing forward was his brainchild. I mean, not mine. The only reason I put the only reason I put my actual cheeks on a train track was because of this one. He's talking about opioid. I just want y'all to know. So whenever, whenever you got like stuff, people saying stuff about it. Whenever I got people saying like, "Uh, "How did your man feel about you putting those kind of pictures online?" He took them. He was the creative director behind them. So I just I wanted mean, people to know. Was, but also, if even if he didn't, I'm an adult and I can do what I want. But I just want people to know he supports me in that way. He knows what I want to do. He knows who I am. But that I think that's the the weird part about social media is the fact like people are expect is it they're expecting me to have a reaction to something that technically I I snapped the photo for. Yeah. But and but that's the it's not the fact that you did it. It's the fact that they're irritating me with that. Yeah. So in which I kind of expect it, especially like to get uh, messages about it or um, comments about it and everything like that. I'm like, dog, leave me alone. Like that's the, like one of the one of the times where I, I, want, I don't want to say few because there's been plenty of times where I wanted to deactivate social media. But um they basically would come to me about something that you put on there. I'm like, bruh, like you're acting like she's out here uh, basically bust wide open in front of the camera. Like she was turned, like you were turned facing Tell the me, camera. Tell me, even if I had my vagina stuff. lips on Instagram, which you can't because Instagram need only fans for that. But even if I did, I think the problem is people try to say whatever my moral compass is or whatever issues I take and whatever I think is acceptable. And if someone else doesn't react in that way or someone connected to someone doesn't react a certain way, then I'm mad because you should be mad. Mm -hmm. But why should you be mad? No one was harmed in the taking of those photos. So it's like, why should, and where there's- No animals were killed. Not to mention, if he's liking it, if, that's faux fur. Okay. If, He's liking the pictures or whatever. It should always already kind of show what his relationship is with to the thought of these kinds of photos. But it was so funny because uh, there was a, a I think she posted her Instagram story, Erica Campbell from Mary Mary. Oh, yeah. And she was saying like pastors shouldn't uh, be, be wary if you're a pastor when you're double tapping on like a sexy picture, like a lady in a sexy um and i always think it's interesting one let me say this i think there are certain pictures that i post that don't get as many likes 
And I know because a lot of my male friends who are in relationships don't like some of the very overtly sexy photos, mm-hmm. but they'll like everything. If I have a turtleneck, but like my makeup looks good, then they'll type, they'll type. <laughs> and it's so funny because I noticed the difference in that, you know, because it's like, I know you saw it. Or in Facebook, they'll like it instead of love it. And I'll just be like, you know, if she look good, she look good. And I'll be like, yeah. y'all, give me my flowers while I'm here. Don't play. Don't play. I think it's... Like I said, it's it's one of those things. Like I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing for them to like or love the photo or anything or anything like that. It's when they get out of pocket. Like okay, bro, chill, chill out, chill the fuck out. I like and, it's all like gifts. Gifts are safe for the most part. You can be like, oh okay, she cute. Gift, gift it like, or like one of those like, I see you. Kind of gifts. It's yeah, not. You can't take my uh sip and drink and smirk one though. I, I love that. Love that gift. But or my okay. Jimmy Butler gift. But like Erica Campbell was talking about pastors, you know, double tapping photos. So I I thought that was interesting because that's kind of on that same line. And clearly the more notoriety and fame you have, then the system <clears throat> is set up like on Instagram to highlight things that you have like then you have um sites like the shade room mm-hmm. and stuff like that that will highlight that you liked something or you commented or whatever and then it's a new post for them and then all those people who would who might not normally see it see like oh pastor abc liked mm-hmm. jada fire's picture huh? or whatever right <laughs> which is like why are you following her or whatever yeah, why not <laughs> i follow jada fire but i'm saying like both of them huh both of her accounts I don't know about both. Oh, she got two. I I just follow. She probably one. got many more, but I'm. I like, just follow one. Um, but like stuff like that, mm-hmm. and so, and they're saying she was saying not only just pastors, but especially like married pastors. And so while I said all of us, I've said about my thoughts about people having autonomy in their social media. I I understand. I'm not saying I agree. But mm-hmm. I understand why, depending on the profession you have mm-hmm. and, and what your belief mm-hmm. systems are, why, because I grew up in church or, you know, I went to church a lot and, and, and grew up as a Christian. And a lot of what what I know is it's not always about the actions, right? It's not always about, oh, it's not about evil. It is about the appearance of evil. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of it can say like, oh, you... You out here liking, you know, B and B pics, um, but you're you're married, and so people outside, even if your wife is okay with it, people mm-hmm. outside of it who follow you, who are not in the place in their walk, right? Yeah. Where then now they're like, <laughs> that's why I know pastors. It's like when it comes to the whole drinking thing, there are pastors who are just like, yeah, I drink, but I don't necessarily put that out there because there are people who are stumbling, who are in the beginning of their walk. And they don't understand that level, and so now I can't drink. But I, 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 I hear you on that. Like I just feel like there is definitely something about appearance, because like there's a whole bunch. Like I'm not, I'm not a pastor. I'm not, not even a Christian. But um, there are certain things that, like even when we're talking about liking pictures and or commenting and everything like that, there's certain things I just won't comment on because I'm like, okay, you know. I probably just shouldn't. Like, granted, you probably wouldn't have a problem with it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Just keep scrolling. 
keep scrolling. Um, and I think when it comes to when it comes to pastors, they definitely have something that is a little bit much more where they are in the moral compass spotlight, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if that's really a word or anything like that, but. Um, they have to basically showcase that they're not out here uh thotting on uh instagram or uh for the lord right thotting for jesus so i think when it comes to what they have as far as their walk with god but also their when they're ministering to their congregation and everything like that i mean they are definitely under a different spotlight yeah so as far as them not liking pictures and everything like that, it, it may not even be an issue with their wife or anything like that or their husbands because, you know, we do have women pastors and everything. But it's the it's everybody's outside perception of it. Right. So that was the thing. So should people, that's what they were saying. It should, maybe people shouldn't do it because it's not about your partner, but like what then do people think? And if you're in the business of... The Lord. of uh, Right. If Jesus is your business, <laughs> then... What does that say? I mean, I think it depends on your relationship to Christianity and and how well you understand certain things. But it could also just be a like air on the side of caution type thing. Like yeah. I'm just not gonna do that because I'm an air on the side of caution. So I want to move on because there's a few other points. Um, <clears throat> some of the other things have to do more with like social media use. And not necessarily like all the social media posts. Like one mm-hmm. is excessive social media use is linked to couples fighting more. Like people being on social media all the time and neglecting their family and their other obligations have led to more fighting, which I get. I understand. I feel like sometimes even for myself, I have to remind myself to like not be on the phone all the time. And so sometimes before I do something, if I'm gonna go do something, I leave my phone in another room so that I'm not even tempted to use it because what? No, like I remember when you started doing that, I was looking at you weird. You were. I was like, you know, you, you were like, you were like, there. you were running behind me, like, you forgot your phone. I'm like, I know. I wanted to be in the, because I understand, even before we saw the social dilemma, I get the like, it's, it, it is this weird, like almost unconscious thing mm-hmm. where you're just like, it's like second nature. It, it like, really is second nature. Like, if more than 40 seconds have gone by and you haven't scrolled, no matter what you're doing, it's like, oh, I should get on here and I should scroll something. Even if it's not like on a social media website, like if it's not Facebook, Instagram or something like that. It be a newspaper. Right. Or, well, I'm thinking more like, oh, check your emails or doing something. Right. It's always like trying to connect to something outside of where you are. Mm-hmm. And I want to be very cognizant about doing that Mm -hmm. especially i try for the most part if if we're eating at the same time Mm -hmm. even if we're watching tv like i try to like i'm gonna leave my phone somewhere else so that my because i'll even while eating i'll pick it up and so i do that often like i was like like when i'm getting ready in the morning most of the times i leave my phone in here in the office so that i could just get dressed and focus on getting ready and have time to myself and let my mind clear and and I think so many of us don't do that. And I, I've recently gotten back to like checking my, getting on my phone first thing in the morning. And I have to try to like break that habit. Um, 
And like once I turn my alarm off, like leave it, go make my coffee, do my reading like I want to do in the morning. I use my phone to like set an alarm to like read for 20 or 30 minutes. Um, but I I try to be very cognizant of that. And it's funny though, because when I'm very hyper aware of that, when I'm doing that, it makes me hyper aware of like when you're on mm -hmm. your phone. And it makes me feel like even if you're not on your phone more than you normally are, it makes me feel like, oh, he is always on his phone. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and I say this, and I've told you this, I can say this on air because I've said this to you. Like, you're on your phone way more than me. And it's funny, though, because I, the things that I, you know, you know stuff about yourself and then you see it someone else because you'll be like, and you will mm. go back and you have this thing that is so funny. And I told you I do this sometimes just because I think it's funny. Like we'll be watching TV um, and say we, we happen to be like, oh, we're in the middle of an episode and it's cool. And you will not touch your phone. You'll be watching TV. Mm. Within 10 seconds, if I touch my phone to see the time or because, you know, my it's connected to my Fitbit, so it'll vibrate. And so even if my phone doesn't vibrate, if someone texts me, I can look to see that somebody texts me. And so I'll go to read the text message. And if that lasts more than 10 seconds, you will have picked up your phone. Even if your phone's not going off, it's not ringing or nothing. But it's kind of like that awareness that, oh, phone is an option. So then no, I don't know bad. what it is. It's not that. But you'll pick up your phone. And it, I, and I'll put my phone down and then you'll be like, and, you, and then you'll put your phone down. And then I'll pick it up and you'll pick it up. And I'm just like, why does he do that? It's not that. It's like when we're watching a movie and then you pick up, like, because sometimes you watch a movie with the phone. That's like, you will actually, let's see. So. I'll have TV, there's a difference between me watching a movie on the phone and me having the TV playing while I'm on the phone. Like, I often turn the TV on while I'm playing the games and stuff. No, like, if I you're like watching movie. the episode, you will watch the episode with the phone and then you can like, just looking down the phone and then this thing you know, we got to rewind. But. Not me. I never ask for rewind. Who asks for rewinds all the time? I just be I mean, like, I do because. I be like, like ah, I missed that. I, Contact, I'm like, oh, I'll pick it up the next time. Context clues. Especially when we're watching something together, like, I'm like, no, well, I just I, missed it. I don't think I do that because of that. Like, whenever you pick up your phone, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, wait, I do have a phone. I'm like, I haven't checked it in a minute. But that's what I'm saying. So it's not it's not me um, doing it. It's like when you picked up your phone, it's like a reminder, like, wait, I have... Yeah, I haven't checked my phone. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're doing it because I'm doing it. I'm saying like it is not necessarily you. You could not touch your phone because you're not needing to, right? Mm -hmm. Like my thing is, if we're watching something, it's like my phone goes off. So there's a reason. Like I'm looking at my phone because somebody just messaged me. I'm trying to see what somebody messaged me. Oh, my sister texted me. Okay, I'm text let me reply to this text. You you didn't get the same kind of alert that alerted me to touch my phone, but. Maybe you, because I you see me touching it, it kind of gets into your back of your mind. Like you said, like, oh, I have it. My, I do have a phone. Here it is. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, so no, not, it's like, but it's more so like, because even before when you said like, oh, phones are an option. Like, no, it's not that. That it, like, that is an option. It's like, wait, I forgot to check something real quick. Or it's like a reminder, like, wait, 
there was something that I was supposed to respond to or stuff like that. I, I hear you saying that, but I think sometimes sometimes you just scroll and you don't be looking at nothing in particular. And then I'll put my phone. We did this. I told you I've done it a few times. Sometimes I do stuff before I even say anything. I did it a few times and it'd be so funny because sometimes I just t- I did it just to see what you would do. And then I'll put it down. And within another 10 seconds of me putting my phone down, you would put your phone down. And I, it just makes me think of like how we are. So you're saying, no, I'm telling you what I observe and I've done it before. I, I'm no, just saying I've I'm done not, it before. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying when normally when I'm picking up my phone, like, cause even after I check, sometimes like it's not just me just scrolling. Like I will check what I need to check, but then I go down that rabbit hole. And then I don't even think I noticed when you put down your phone. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm not telling you that it's a conscious thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, that's why I'm saying, like sometimes we pick up our phone and we before we know it, it's like, when did I even do this? And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm not saying that you're like, hmm, that you're calculating like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm saying it is just amazing how we're so connected to them mm. that oftentimes we do it. I think that you're doing the. I think that when I've seen you do it, it is completely subconscious. I don't think that is like when you're like, oh, let me check the email because mm-hmm. I'm waiting for somebody to reply. So I'm going to do this, which is a very active thing. I'm saying it's very passive and very unintentional. Mm-hmm. And it's happened in a way where it was like me, like, okay, then put it down. And then when I put it down, you put yours down. And then I wait. And then I'll pick it up. And then if I'm on there for a minute, you'll look. And then you like, or like, you, cause you're, you're close to it. It's right there. So then you just be like, and I'll put it there. And I'll laugh because I just think, I don't think that you are consciously doing it. And I do think that it will probably <clears throat> work in reverse. Like mm-hmm. if I were not, if nothing was alerting me to say, oh, let me check this. Cause I was waiting for a response to this or, or because I want to see this, or I wrote this and I wanted to respond to this. If none of that was happening for me and you were touching your phone while we were doing something, it would probably send whatever secret signals to my brain to also touch it because I think that it just has become so embedded. Yeah. Um, and I try I try for the most part, especially when I spend time with people that I haven't seen in a long time, um, you know, not to be on the phone mm-hmm. when I'm with them. I do try when <clears throat> like if we go to dinner and stuff like that, like not just like I just leave my phone in my purse. Like not going to engage with it like I and I put my purse like so that it's not there so I'm not gonna put my phone on the table because I will touch it and so it's it has to be a out of sight out of mind type of thing so that I can engage with what's in front of me and I do see how that can be an issue in relationships Mm -hmm. when someone is like well this person is always on their phone and it could be attention that's given to me or put into our relationship um and it's not um i think some of the other things are were similar we're talking about how relationships can affect our mental health which is kind of what we talked about with the social dilemma um it can lead to body image issues which i could definitely yeah definitely see everybody want to look like an instagram model um and some of that is not you know I it, it really more people should understand you're not ugly you broke 
and those are two different things, right? Like I'm never going to have some dresses I see I love, but I, I, I'm not saying I'm never going to have because I will have the kind of tits that I want to have to sit up right. I just have to save, save for them. I just need the money. Money, money, money. I just need the money because a lot of those breasts, like those are one of my favorite boutiques that I got you said my disco jumpsuit from that I love. The girl wears a lot of other things that I cannot wear because her her boobs are right here at attention. They're not, they did not grow on her body that way. You know, people, especially a lot of people. Are, are you talking about this, you? Huh? Are you talking about you? In the third person? Her. No, I'm talking about that girl on the Oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying like, hers did not grow that way. So they look so perfect because they're manufactured, which I don't have a problem with. I, I'm pro plastic surgery in case anybody wants to know and anybody want to contribute. Okay. I am pro plastic surgery. The only reason I haven't had any yet is because I'm waiting to um, have children because they're not going to put mess up my good efforts. Like, no. But after the babies are out, augmentation i am so ready but i think it created i can understand where people feel like i need to look like this um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think what people in that what people fail to realize is that you for the most part mm, uh, maybe not the most but you have a lot of say in terms of what shows up on your timeline right true and you can unfollow people if you feel like all these Instagram ladies, all these, what's that girl name? Bernice Bujo. Mm -hmm. All these people look a certain way and I don't look like that and that makes me feel bad. You can unfollow them so that they don't show up. True, but there's also the search part. Like, um, like uh, where it will show you um a bunch of stuff like dealing with the similar things like um because i don't even follow bernice uh mm -hmm. bougie um and she still shows up in my uh search like whenever i'm in my search and there's like the suggested posts and everything like that like of real stories and posts and everything like that and it's like her um with the uh hatchback onesie and stuff like that and it's like i notice a lot more of that stuff is like hitting my um hitting my uh, suggested feed like even with basketball clips i watch one basketball but clip that's well, that, it's like that, well that's how it works so you don't have to follow her directly but if you follow that type of content right so if you follow anybody who has that kind of content and a lot of times when we follow celebrities it already opens the door because she's a celebrity mm -hmm. so if you follow you know, I don't know, Monica is going to open up the door. Oh, Atlanta. Okay. And you're going to get a lot of that. So it's it, you, but you still, that's why I, I do. I follow a lot of the trainers that I like who have some of the more manufactured type bodies, but I also follow people who are just like real, who look, you know, all natural, who look like me, you know, even if you follow a lot of celebrities and stuff like that, but I do think it, I get where it, creates unrealistic body images but i will tell you how you helped me in um i mean not saying that i felt really bad about like i was insecure about like how i look but how you helped me in really having not feeling as bad about these pictures is teaching me how to edit pictures 
because and learning the difference between a raw photo and a real photo or an edited photo because mm-hmm. i'm like raw photos when you and that means your light is set up everything is still very different from when i learned about the texture feature on i said oh all the things about and it doesn't make a bad photo but a lot of the pictures that i see of people now Mm-hmm. I recognize because I know these tools. I recognize someone's edited photo, and not and there's a difference between like clearly a lot of people use filters. Yeah. So yeah, clearly there's like just very blanket filters where you can tell based on the angle, the shine, the mm-hmm. shadowing. Oh, this is a filtered photo. But there are photos, and that photos I've taken where it's just like, oh, that's just a really great picture, and. You have, if you don't know, if you hadn't seen the before picture Mm -hmm. and the way that it's just just enhancing like the vibrancy of this thing and that kind of thing, you, it just makes the picture look so much better. And people would just think like, oh my God. And it doesn't mean like, look, yeah, my skin is just, it's not the worst, but sometimes it's not as great as some of the pictures that I put out. It's very different. And so learning Mm -hmm. that made me feel a lot better like mm-hmm. oh okay we no one really looks like that right mm-hmm. and it really or, and some people do let me let me let me talk about it. some people just and it doesn't <clears throat> but it doesn't mean you're less than it doesn't True. mean that your raw photos are ugly or disgusting or anything like that but sometimes seeing the the when i see them I appreciate the artistry behind it more because I'm just, I just made me feel like, oh, this person really tweaked that. And, I, and I'm not an advocate for, I know people like, I know people who face tune the hell out of their pictures mm. and you don't look like that in real life. And it'd be it's so crazy. funny because you'd be having videos and I'd be like, your videos and your photos look totally, totally different. different. But It's like catfishing a little bit. It's a whole But I think a lot of people take a lot of that stuff way too far um now granted like i've been in the situations where somebody will make me say will will ask me to make they ask bigger on their um on their picture and everything like that like using photoshop and stuff like that like okay you pay me let's get on with it but um like I think when we're putting out content like that like as far not us but um like the picture with Angela Bassett um, and the fact like everybody was like commenting on like how big her butt has gotten and everything like that. I'm like, one, that's photoshopped. Don't get me wrong. Angela Bassett has a very nice body, She's but it's very, but I've seen the original picture mm-hmm. and even still like you can always like, I think because of like the background that I have, like with design and photography or photo editing and everything like that. Like you can zoom in and see they used like the smudge tool mm-hmm. to move that out a little bit to uh, basically like they did a really good job of it. But you can see certain things about the edges and whatnot. But I think when we're putting stuff out there about like when people are putting stuff out there with like body image uh, situations and stuff like that. I like don't get me wrong it's not necessarily their fault 
on how we perceive it. But at the same time, um, I do agree that we can unfollow because I've done it quite a few times yeah. where I've had to. Um, like I'm not the most, you know, I'm big, you know, I'm technically uh, um, in. Uh, I don't know the medical term for it, but, you know, I'm technically obese. I like my food, but um, I don't think I'll ever not be, uh, especially even if like even with us losing weight and everything. But I just think there that we definitely have so much control, like you said, over what we see. Um, and I've de- I basically had to unfollow a lot of accounts that you know made me feel or that I perceived as me feeling bad about the way I look. Yeah. I mean, yes, I need some work, but I'm not, you know, it's not like we're not trying, like we're not eating good and stuff like that. And that's, so that's my thing. You have the right to unfollow if, if you feel like the person is giving, but also I always feel like if it makes me feel a way, it's probably me. And sometimes we are just so quick to project and put it as somebody else's fault. If I feel bad about the way I look based on somebody else's picture, it's probably me that I feel bad about the way I look. And that's also like, if you don't have anyone else or you don't have other spaces in your life where you're appreciated from an aesthetic point of view. People think act like being pretty is not important and it's what's on the inside that counts. And that is not true because the beauty industry is a multi-billion dollar a year industry. So people who try to tell you that it don't matter what you look like are lying. Mm. It does. What you look like <clears throat> matters. And then I, what I am saying, it's not the end all be all. It's not everything, right? Mm-hmm. By no means, because, you know, like my grandma used to say, ain't no use in being a pretty fool. She said, ain't no use in being a pretty fool. So I believe <laughs> that wholeheartedly. But when people try to tell you what you look like doesn't matter. They're lying. That's how I feel. People always try to tell me about makeup and you don't need all that. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, but do y'all understand how 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 business works how operations work and yeah what you people and people will continue to care about what they look like and it's been something for since the beginning of time um like we don't need a lot of things but so yeah. right so i i get that and and so I, I thought that that was something that was um interesting and so kind of the last point that i want to touch on in terms of social media and relationships and how that operates is it makes us more narcissistic um, which is also, it's interesting because they talk about how, you know, e- even when you, you put it in the light of like a selfie, right? Like, oh, people post these pictures of themselves with the hope of getting some type of admiration and love mm. coming from it, mm. um, a picture of yourself. And it makes us put up more selfies and, you know, it's just a picture oh, of like us. like the little girl from the, the yeah. Winter. But it's just like, but people, like, it's a very narcissistic thing for you want people to see pictures of your face for no reason. Like, oh, I'm cute today or I feel good about me. Right. And I get how a lot of us probably put it in the context of it's it's self-appreciation. And a lot of people do it because, you know, oh, I did my makeup today or I didn't used to feel cute. And now look at me. And it's just very part of our culture now. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was th- one of the things that it makes us more narcissistic. And there's an idea like, yes, narcissism is a mental disorder. So you have to, you can be diagnosed, but you can definitely have narcissistic 
tendencies and not have the official diagnosis of being a narcissist. Like borderline. Yeah. But it's not even like, no, because even when you say that, it's a, that's a medical thing. Like being like borderline narcissistic or whatever. That's a medical thing. But you can have narcissistic tendencies and it has nothing to do with being a narcissist or not. Let me take that back. It's not that it has nothing. It doesn't mean you're clinically like a narcissist is a person. They can't help that's it. That's the word. I'm like a person that's a narcissist is like they that's clinical. They can't help it. That is mm-hmm. who they are. And it has it'll go into every aspect of their life and it'll have it'll make them sometimes do uh non uh moral things in order to stay, you know. And like there are people who have been like narcissists who are like uh, family and our family annihilators, like so they kill their whole families, like save their own reputation, like that that kind of thing leads into nar- narcissists. But just being in a place where you're just like, I want the attention to be on me, and now look at me, and look at me, and you know, I think it's interesting as a person who whose brand and whose most of my content is me on mm. my social media intentionally. It is, I, I set up photo shoots and I take lots of different pictures of me. And the videos that I do, they're all beauty based. Um, and I use myself as the model. Um, and a lot of the conversations I have about my life, I do lifestyle stuff. So the only life I know <coughs> about is my own. <laughs> so I, it made me think a little bit about like, if I feel like, I don't feel like I'm a narcissist, but do I have narcissistic tendencies? Yeah, probably. I enjoy me too. I like me. I don't really post a whole lot about myself. Like as far as like pictures. You don't. Um, And it's not that I haven't taken any. It's like, there's only so much of me that like, I'm like, as far as like, okay, you're going to get this side because this side uh, is a little bit better than the other. Um, this side looks better in light and whatnot. So there's only so many times you're going to see this in a different uh, outfit. <laughs> and so I'm just like, that's just how I how I feel. Like, but when it comes to like my like designs and stuff like that, I feel a way about that. Um, because I feel like that's a part of me, yeah. Um, especially putting that out there for people to see, or um, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. There are sometimes where I feel a little away about like not reaching a certain goal of likes on them, um, and then reaching a certain goal, like reaching a whole bunch of likes on something that you know might be a think piece or a funny meme mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I'm like, okay, why can't I have the same um, results for my book cover design or something like that? So, I mean, in a way, I can think that could be part of it. But um, I think I had to get out of that a little bit more because of the fact, like, I just want to put out the work, put the work out there. I just want to, like, okay, I did this book cover. I'm proud of it. Here, take a look. Whoever likes it, likes it. Whoever uh, just go, scrolls right past it, like, that's cool, too. At least I put it up there for peeps for people to see that um, if they want to, they can refer back to it and everything like that. So, but as far as myself, as far as taking pictures and stuff, I want to take more pictures this year in different angles and whatnot. But taking a new photo, I want to take a new photo this this month. I'll talk to you offline about it. Okay. Um. 
I forgot what I was about to say. Anyway. You said you want to take a new photo. No. <laughs> no. New. Duh. I ain't putting my... <laughs> you ain't got to put your balls out. Balls. Balls. Anyway. Um. Oh, the I wanted to... Do, I did want to touch on one thing um, other than your shoulder. Dad jokes. <laughs> Dad jokes. Um, when you, when I, one thing I did see an episode where people were talking about trying to fix their social media problem and their relationship. And they did that by getting a joint account. So what do you think about joint social we already technically have one. I mean, yes, we have the podcast um, account, which is joint, but our personal pages are separate. So I'll, this, and so this, technically we don't have a joint account. The podcast has its own account. Mm-hmm. We have joint access to it. It's different than like it being like our page or we post our thing. So what like do you think? Yeah, like that, or no, it'd be like Jeremy and Donisha, like uh, you know, like people do that. Everyone do that. No, you said JL, and then you said like the Donisha, which I think is like just that. We can rewind it back, but (laughs) but um, (laughs) but like our personal accounts, not business. Okay, that's just doing way too much. That's like when people. Have a, a, like, don't get me wrong, y'all do what y'all want with y'all kids and whatnot, but having a, a or for their uh, dogs or something like that, they'll have a, a separate account just for for a child that is only two months old. I'm like, I, I feel like that's not, it's not necessary. See, I don't think, mm, I think it depends on who you are. Because when you are famous, it is different. And how you utilize that, if you use that to make your child business. Case in point, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, Mm -hmm. they have their daughter, their youngest child, Kavya. Mm -hmm. Both Gabrielle and Dwayne post Kavya on their personal Instagram pages, right? Mm -hmm. And But Gabrielle definitely does a lot of her other business pursuits on her Instagram page. When they first, when Kavya was first born, they would show these pictures and she always had this little shady look in her eyes. Like Sam say something and she'll like side at him or something. Mm-hmm. And so they, everybody started calling her like, ooh, your baby shady. So they start calling her like the shady baby. And as she got older, she was still, I mean, she's only like two or something now, but she would, you know, when I, they talk about her first word was no. And even before she could talk, she just always saying no. And because she ever had those shady looks, Gabri- they would start, Gabrielle would like have on her post, it'll be like a picture of Kavya and it'll be like some random caption, like hashtag like from the shady baby. So then Kavya got her own Instagram account mm-hmm. and it'll be, a, sometimes it's a, post- a picture that Gabrielle already posted or Dwayne already posted, but they'll have it like from her perspective, like she's the shady baby. She'll do stuff like now, like she, it'll be like her, like snatching some of her mama hair or something be like, now Shirley, I told you or whatever. And it'd be like funny. And now they wrote a book and it's like the shady baby teaches you manners. They create like a whole business around their kid. Now when you're not famous, 
it's a little weirder or you're, you don't have a brand. Mm-hmm. When you when your life, when you don't have a brand that's and your life is not a part of that brand, it's a little weirder. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to keep things separate so that you can post more about your business stuff and then, you know, I get why it's weird. And it's always the interesting thing about being a millennial, because especially when you're an older millennial, because we're kind of on the cusp of we understand how things work prior to, but mm-hmm. we also are very connected to the future now, and how mm-hmm. and the technology, how things have advanced. So I think sometimes <laughs> we I think for the most part, we tend to glide somewhere in the middle of both. <laughs> like we have a healthy respect for like, oh, tradition and all those kinds of things. But we're also like, hey, we're individuals. We kind of do what we want. But I think for certain things, we're either like on one side or the other. I I think from a business perspective, the more I'm learning about like analytics and how 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 content creation is business. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about setting your child up for the future, I think that depending on how it's done, it can be very smart there are people the other part is there are people who get gravitate so much to someone's like pet and always comment so when you put so many pictures of yourself then they wondering what your dog is. so people create things for their dog and then they do like a you know they start giving character giving characterization to their pet and now think about the brand deals that now Pet Smarks wants you because, oh, I put my dog in this little, you know, <laughs> this outfit and you can go follow her on Dinesh's dog on Instagram, you know, whatever the dog's name is. And now I can characterize things, give my dog characterizations and personality based on the interaction. And now people love you. You remember how like the longest time the most like famous YouTube video was like Angry Cat? Yeah. People love that's the thing. It's people are weird. People love that shit. But okay. I know we we went Sorry. What was the original? Oh, because we started talking about couples who have their own page. Right. I'm like, wait, yeah. are we talking about pets and kids? I mean we started like, talking, I know I introduced the But we started talking about pe- uh, but, couples who have their own page together. Okay, how like I'm not saying that we're we're talking about us, yeah. but how how would that be beneficial? I think that people think that it oh so if somebody comes into someone else's DMs or whatever, then I can say, hey, this is our page, or it will make people not get into people's DMs because it'll be like, oh, this is Donna and Jeremy's page. So if I say something to her, he's gonna see it, so that it will deter people from being inappropriate. Um, or that you can see what someone else interacts with. I used to always think that's weird because I don't know who I'm talking to. I remember in college, I had we had a friend. The first time, I, you know, Facebook got famous when we were in college. Mm-hmm. And I knew a couple who went there who had shared a Facebook page. And I would want to say something to her, and I never knew if it was her responding or the... Mm-hmm the her her boyfriend and i always just thought it was so weird because i'm like and i think they got married they ended up getting married um and nandi and el haj i never remember that nandi and el haj and so i never forget because i was just i'd be like you know if we want to meet in the calf and i want to send her a message but i'm like but is that him and it goes back to the trust now i know they didn't trust each other so (laughs) 
<laughs> that was like I know Damn. that they didn't. But I don't know. I think people used to do it because they thought it was gonna be cute and like this is us and we're together and we got our own page. But I just like I don't want a page with you. Like I don't want a personal What? <laughs> Gasp in Spanish. <laughs> you don't want a personal page with me. I do not. It's it's you know, it's hard enough to keep up when people, not hard, but it's always interesting enough when we keep up with people uh, from like the podcast Instagram and then you be getting confused as to whether somebody messaged you, you have to look, double yeah, like, did they like, message me or did they message the, the thing? So yeah, I don't want. Uh, like, and then that's another password I got to remember. I'm like, I'm good. I just don't think that, I just, again, it, I think that goes into a lack of trust. Um, but I, I I still am on the side of social media. I think that social media, even in relationships, can do so many things. Not only your romantic relationships, but you know, it's how we connect to people. It's how we find out stuff about people. You know how, why people don't have to make a million phone calls when something significant happens? Because they just make a post and then everybody else mm -hmm. can see it, right? So, <clears throat> you know, having a baby, you can call the people who is most important for you to call, but you also then just post a baby having a baby and, and and it's people you want to know but you're not necessarily gonna call them all mm -hmm. you know I, I i it's a time capsule although sometimes that can work both ways um but it's i love sometimes when you get memories and i got a memory the other day of me and lauren like it was something like nine years ago and for whatever reason we had these short ass coats on they were coat and i was just like why were our coats so short like a crop top yes uh, coat. i have to show you a picture it's so hilarious but it was just funny to like even though it was super random it was just really funny to have that memory of us in our short co coats that a picture that i no longer have but oh, you look for um, it's just a picture I would no longer have. But even this one. Oh, yeah. Look how long my scarf those. is. <laughs> I remember those, uh, those types of coats. And it just looked like the coat was too little. But no, it's like, just how the coat was back made. Back baby fat was, uh, was really a thing. And that's not what this is. This is after because this is college. This is not like baby fat, like high school stuff. Like this is post-college. This is adult life. Oh. <laughs> This is like twenty. This is like twenty twenty eleven. Abby, what else? Like so, it's like but ten years ago. But yeah, I, I think I'm half and half on social media. Like there are times where I'd really would like to deactivate, but of course can't because of work. Um, or do what you do and set up a business or not a business, but a separate account specifically for that. But um, I think. I like I enjoy social media. I think we have it's a it's a good tool as long as we know how to use it one either for gain for ourselves for connections and everything like that. Um but also I think there is definitely a thing where we where people have to find find balance. Mm -hmm. Like including me. Like I have to find a balance with social media um and I mean, there's no way around and there's no way around it. Like, so people who are actually saying like it's social media's fault, it's social media's fault. Like, no, like you are the user. Mm -hmm. they, they they label you a user for a reason. Um, And it's one of those things where you have to consciously think about your use of that. Tool. Yes. 
It is literally like it's literally like drugs. It is designed for you to be addicted to it. You have to decide, can I have this in moderation or is it like crack where no, it's I can't have it in moderation. So it's like weed, right? So it's like weed to me. Like you can enjoy it, but you can it's very easy to not be addicted to it, to mm. enjoy it and not be addicted. Whereas crack is just like ah, But I know this now like, you just get it. <laughs> I noticed for me, like, it's like, because even with like YouTube and everything like that, I will not, like, I'll be, I will have the intention of just looking at one thing and then seeing, you know, you down a rabbit hole of yeah. a whole bunch of things without even really thinking about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's definitely designed for you to actually stay engaged in that app. Um, but it's also up to us to actively practice balance and, you know, sometimes just putting it down. Yeah. And as a content <clears throat> creator, though, it's so funny because I know some of those tools. And so I utilize some of those tools to my advantage because I know everyone else is not going to have the kind of restraint that I have. But I have to have that kind of restraint so that I can create more content mm. so that I'm not getting bogged <clears throat> down. But I do rely on some of that. I rely on people to do click through and go to this and da, 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 it, to do that kind of thing. The other part, the last thing I want to say on the subject is something that helps me is setting timers. So if I know I have something to do. I set a timer. So even in my phone, and I set it in my phone so that when the timer goes off, it'll interrupt whatever I'm doing. So I can go to the timer app. I can say, I'm only doing it for 20 minutes. I can set it for 20 minutes and it will interrupt what I'm doing. So even if I decide I'm going to go back into the app, forget what you were saying, I was in the middle of this TikTok, I'm going to go back. I, it brings me back to a place of awareness, which sometimes when we're going down, we just become aware in terms of what time, how much time has gone by. So it helps it helps me come back to awareness. So I'm like, okay, those 20 minutes are up and I have these other things to do. And I'll say that because I sometimes will use social media as a break from like work. So I started to the point where I'm like, but if I do that, if I just say, oh, I'm taking a break, it'll be hours later or an hour. And then I'm rushing to trying to do the things that I need to do. As opposed to saying, I am going to work for 50 minutes and mm -hmm. then I'm going to be on social media for 10, whether that be check my uh Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And lately it's been more about like, oh, check my analytics, check my views, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this work, whether it be content creation, whether it be my nine to five, like I'm going to do this. And you mm -hmm. set the alarm for that 50 minutes. And then, and it's actually how I used to study in grad school. So it's a practice that I've been working on that I brought back. Because in grad school, we used to like meet up at Starbucks and then we would study for 45 minutes and we were not all and I went to school with people who were in school for different reasons and we so we weren't necessarily studying together the same thing but we would study for 45 minutes and you couldn't do anything you can go get another drink couldn't pee nothing so you knew I'm doing it for 45 minutes and then if you have to and then when the time goes off that's when you get up to go pee to go get you some more coffee, to get a snack, to check your social media, mm. to talk to each other. We did not interact with each other in those 45 minutes, for the last 15 minutes. And we did that for like three or four hours. <clears throat> and that's how you get stuff done. Cause like, while I'm reading and I'm doing my homework, that's all I'm doing. And everything else has to wait. And then 15 minutes, I can do everything out. I, I can crack a joke, I can do it. And then when that 15 minutes up, back to that. It really helps in terms of productivity, especially when you're trying to do a lot of different things. Um, at once so 
Any last minute uh, thoughts and feelings and words? Not really. I mean, I, the last point I made was something that I definitely wanted to stress, like about balance and um, actually actively practicing it. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all be careful <laughs> out there with the social medias. <laughs> Don't. uh No. <laughs> and stop blaming social media on you cheating. <laughs> right. You just a cheater. You little cheat cheater. Like you used it to do that, right? Out here cheating, talking about Facebook, maybe divorce could be funnier. Oh my god, divorce card is hilarious. Um, thank you guys for joining us for another rousing episode of the If It Isn't Love podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all things social media, um, (laughs) but specifically Instagram. (laughs) What? Like, learn stop doing this, stop doing that with social media. But follow us. No, I'm not telling like, them to stop, get off of social media. I'm no. talking about learn how you interact with it. But no, it's just, it's funny, follow you know. us on Instagram and Facebook at If It Isn't Love Podcast and on Twitter at If It Isn't Love PO1. Um, we can also, also follow us on YouTube, clearly, um, at If It Isn't Love Podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you can get more of the content. Um, and leave us a comment. We want to know what you guys think of the episodes. I want more feedback. I want us to get more mm-hmm. listener feedback. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate us five or nothing. And leave us a comment, right? Engagement matters. I want to actually do a video. I don't know if I want to do it on mine or for the, this podcast where we talk about like support and engagement. I've been thinking about doing that something, doing mm-hmm. something like that. And how enga- I've been learning a lot about how engagement works and i've been telling some of my friends some of my friends just like and share all of my stuff and i love them for it so um engage with your favorite social media peoples and if that's us engage with us all right until next time it's been great bye y'all peace it's all been